This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. I want to talk a story about a story now from Toronto, actually, because they're doing something a little bit differently in the city of Toronto. Starting right away, they're not going to be issuing any new licenses for payday loan outlets. So why are they doing this? What led them to this? We're going to talk more about that now with the help of CKNW contributor Claire Allen, who's with us. Hi. Hey, Simi. Yeah, so it's very interesting. You're right. Starting immediately, Toronto will not be issuing any new licenses for payday loan outlets like a Money Mart or... Um, other things that you might see in the city of Vancouver or other municipalities. And this is because there have been concerns and outcry in the city that these companies um, sort of practice predatory tactics towards low-income residents and sort of create this cycle of being in debt and leading Constantly to bank- being in debt. Exactly. And then leading to ultimately bankruptcy. Um, and so this change, which is a major regulatory change, was approved through a unanimous 20 to 0 vote from, really? yeah, from Toronto Council last week. And there's some other recommendations that go with it. However, to start off, I spoke with Toronto City Councillor Anthony Peruza about why he put forth the motion. So you go to a, um, a, you know, a payday lender and uh, they give you short-term loans and uh, they charge you uh, $15 per $100. That, that uh, you know, averages out into an annual interest rate of about 390%. So if you and I got charged 390% on our short-term credit card loans, you know, we'd be, we'd be in open rebellion. Um, uh, similarly, uh, for example, the installment loans, for, uh, for example, loans that uh, are in excess of $1,500 uh, that you pay back in, in, uh, in installments, uh, they can charge you up to the criminal rate of interest, 60%. Um, again, if you and I, uh, you know, um, you know, you put a, a $2,000 on our credit card and we got charged 60% interest, we'd be in open rebellion. You know, we, we'd be storming their, their doors, pitchforks held high, right? Uh, so, so that's what these folks are doing. And they're mostly uh, doing it to, to, to people in, in poor neighborhoods across the city, uh, people who need access to ready cash, um, you know, don't have the wherewithal uh, uh, like you and I to have a credit card, uh, and then they then they're gouged by these folks. That's such a good point. I think we forget sometimes that there's lots of people out there who, yeah, they can't just sign up for a credit card mm-hmm. or it's not just easy for them for that kind of stuff. Yeah, they don't have the privileges that a lot of people have. Yeah. Like we are blind to that part of life if we do not experience it. So Peruza told me that he and the rest of council do not want to see the proliferation of these payday lenders in neighborhoods with vulnerable people. And so um, he said that this motion will not only affect payday lenders um, will not affect payday lenders already in operation because they're not going to be issuing any new licenses. But for payday lenders already in operation, this is what will happen. So the ones that are out there and currently in business continue to exist, continue to grant, be grandfathered. And once those businesses, um, you, know, see, uh, um, uh, you know, cease their activity, no new licenses will be issued to replace them. Now, wouldn't that be a bit of a concern, though, too, because now you're offering less competition to those mm-hmm. businesses? Yes, but um, so that this is one thing that he kind of says might counteract it. So for those that are grandfathered in, and you're right, do, will not have yeah. any new businesses coming on the scene, 
This motion also takes aim at how those existing lenders in Toronto can advertise. We also added a component to it that businesses will not be able to advertise on public property, like, you know, on buses or in hockey rinks or through the library board or that kind of thing. So on public property, they they won't be permitted to advertise. That's really interesting then Mm -hmm. because, yeah, you do see a lot of those ads everywhere. Yeah, on buses, exactly, like you said. So he believes that with if they're not advertised, people that may not that may not use their services already, right. they will not become future customers. So I was wondering, but what if you are a business operator, a payday lender op- business in Toronto? You might think that this decision is quite unfair. And so I asked Councillor Perusa about what he would say to business owners of a payday lending outlet who are critical of the council's decision. I guess my, my conversation with them would be just simply, look, find a way to be able to, to lend money to people, find a way to continue to do your business and be in business, but don't take advantage of vulnerable folks and desperate folks uh, to those levels. Uh, that, that would be my, uh, you know, my retort to them. I mean, that's a great, that's great advice, but that's their business model. Exactly. I know. That's, so, how, that's what they do. Yeah. So I don't know how well that would go over. Um, but one thing that they are hoping, Toronto Council is kind of hoping that this idea will reverberate sort of across the country. Now, there already are some regulations in place in different provinces for payday lenders. But uh, Councillor Perza told me that a component of the motion was to communicate with uh, Toronto's actions to the Federation of Ontario Municipalities and other municipalities across the country. He told me that, like I said, each province has different rules regarding payday lenders. Uh, For example, Alberta has uh, provincial rules, and they've been very aggressive uh, in uh, in regulating uh, payday payday lenders. Quebec, for example, doesn't permit them. So everybody has uh, somewhat different rules, and we want to find a solution here in the city of Toronto that that works for Toronto and that ensures that, that whatever we do, it, it minimizes the you know sort of the, the, the you know the taking advantage of uh, vulnerable desperate people. Okay, so that's what they're doing in Toronto. Yeah. But what do we do here in BC? So I was looking around to see if um, if we have anything similar, because this is banning new licenses, like not yeah. granting licenses to new payday loan outlets. It's a pretty extreme measure. Um, some would say maybe unprecedented. Uh, so I thought that was, that was very interesting. Um, uh, so what I, I was curious to see about how British Columbia regula- regulates payday lenders, because I see a lot of payday loan outlets in various parts of the Lower Mainland. Yeah. So I reached out to the Consumer Protection of BC about what the province is doing right now to regulate these lenders. And their spokesperson, Tatiana Shobo-Smith, told me that the payday lending industry has been regulated in BC since to, uh, November 2009. And at a high level... The law protects consumers by requiring that payday lenders be licensed, setting a maximum allowable cost for borrowing. So fees should never be more than $15 per 100 uh, borrowed. Um, disclosure of certain information and prohibiting certain lending practices. However, um, there was a report in 2016 by Van City that said there was a 58% jump in the number of people in our province using payday loans. So right. there is a concern that these are that these loans are out there and a lot of people are yeah. taking advantage of them and, and, and ultimately maybe spiraling into debt. Because once you're in there, it's like they suck you in. Exactly. And it's hard to you know get on top of the loan and pay everything off, especially if you're already coming from a situation where you don't have that kind 
kind of cash on hand. Yeah. Now, I th- the one thing I found in our uh, in our province that was interesting is that in 2015, Maple Ridge actually passed a bylaw to ban any more businesses from opening up in their city. But so far, we haven't seen that in other municipalities. Um, the city of wow. Vancouver discussed it in t- 2005, but thought that the regulations in place through the province were enough maybe to combat the issue of payday loans. Interesting. So there are some municipalities, clearly like Maple Ridge, that thought this was enough of a problem to yeah. do something. and Surrey has talked about it as well, but um, we just haven't seen, I mean, what Toronto is doing, I, I think it's a very interesting proposal and I would like to see what other people think of yeah. if that's something they would like to see in their municipality. I would like to hear too if people have ever used these. Mm-hmm. Like, is can you break that habit once you're in there? Like, is it possible to use it just once or twice? Does it come in handy, or do they suck you in? Like, are they that predatory? Right, because you could say maybe there there could be an argument that these um, outlets are providing ne- some kind of service, exactly yeah. necessary for some situations. But you're right; if they are predatory, then that's a different story. Yeah, I would love to hear from people on that. If you've ever used one of these, what has your experience been? If you've ever used one of like like Clear was a many martyr, whatever it is, one of these payday loan lenders. Let me know. Simi at cknw.com. Claire, thank you. Thanks, Simi.